Welcome to The Messy Path, a podcast where we navigate through the mess of personal, spiritual, and relationship growth. I'm Ariel, a rapid transformational therapist. And I'm Whitney, an intuitive relationship coach. Join us as we discuss the beauty in the mess of our lives. Hi, everybody. Uh, Today, Whitney and I are going to be talking about songs music of alignment through transitions and finding ourselves and meaning in song. So I think it's going to be pretty fun. Fair warning, there might be some um, (laughs) singing. (laughs) I don't know. I've never heard Whitney for real sing before, but mine is only in jest. (laughs) I have what my mother, yeah, my mother affectionately calls my singing voice a blending voice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm better in a choir than I am solo. So uh, fair warning. Um, So, but I think it's going to be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, And but first we have a couple announcements. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to start actually with a little bit of an update on how things already developed and transpired since our last episode in relation to my relationship. Love it. Um, so in the last two episodes, actually, we've been kind of talking about where, you know, Whitney and I are in our lives, kind of what's coming up and what was coming up for me was the desire to expand in my romantic relationship to the the status level of uh, marital partnership, right? And um, my partner has been still kind of easing into this based on his own kind of troubled past um, with with marriages. So, So we kind of ended right with, we had that, double intuition, like double inner voice conversation last night. And um, as I mentioned, like I've done my own RTT work, like on this issue as well, that has given me so much insight, but I still want the thing, right? I still want to be married. And, um, and for my, what I feel, what I got to the, so I was continuing to have conversations with my partner about this. And I felt him being really anxious about it, right? And he even says, okay, but this is like the third time we've talked about this this week because I try to do like small conversations until he gets kind of too anxious and then we let it pass because I don't want us to say things that will be hurtful for each other, like especially about this topic. Mm -hmm. And he says this and I said, yes, but that's exactly it. You don't get like anxious when we talk about buying a home or moving into a property someday, but you do about this. And I wanted him to like recognize where his dissonance was because I know that he sees us together for a long time Mm -hmm. and that he sees advancing in our relationship, but there's still his own personal block emotionally in regards to that. So Mm -hmm. we had these kind of what I felt like really productive and um, not emotionally charged conversations, which was something that was really important to me to do as a Pisces empath, Italian, right? Here's something you don't know about me, right? I don't think we've talked about it as much. My mom's family is all Italian. My 
I'm a redhead. I have all the temper flare-ups that you could have like, you know, waiting behind me. And I don't want to approach tender conversations from that really emotionally charged um, point anymore. That's a big part of my growth is being able to address things when they feel like a ripple instead of a tidal wave for me emotionally. And so you're processing through things, continuing to move on. And then we didn't talk about it again, you know, for a couple of days. And we were actually going to a wedding this weekend, which is actually the first wedding that we have attended together. We were going to be going with my family. It's the first like, you know, real big event that we've gone to post or wherever we are in pandemic. I don't know if we're saying post pandemic yet. Yeah. Um, and we had a slow day, just kind of getting ready. And um, Brian had been talking about wanting to get a new battery for his watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you totally have time to do that. And he had been talking about this, I mean, for the last several months. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't like, I didn't think anything of it. He comes mm-hmm. back, he's talking about getting the watch battery. And later on, I'm showing him, I have to like, you know, get my shoes out of the garage, right? <laughs> They've been in storage for a special yeah. event. Okay. And I'm <laughs> like, these are the shoes I'm going to wear. And he's like, oh, that will go really beautifully with this necklace. And he pulls out this necklace from the jeweler shop that he got like the watch battery on. And it's beautiful. It's like perfect. It's on this delicate chain and it's this rose gold circle with like five little diamonds in it. It's delicate. It like totally is great for me. It looked amazing with my intended outfit and it everything really did. I'll ever wear forever. <laughs> you it know? really did. You sent me that picture and I was like, oh my God, she's so perfectly matched. And then you're like, yes. this is a new necklace. Yes. Yeah, it was awesome. So, and Brian isn't a gift giver, right? That's not his love language. His love language is service. And, but I think, and he also really likes surprising me. And I think like, expecting to get a gift on a certain day or because of a certain thing kind of creates his own resistance towards it. But giving something to me because he found it or discovered it, or it has meaning or some, something to convey. Mm -hmm. I think he feels that that's more authentically aligned. And so there's in a lot of ways, like, you know, we've been together like four years or whatever this fall, instead of like waiting and giving it to me then or something like that, which he could have done. I really felt like it was in response, like to our conversations, but in a way that it wasn't something I needed right now. There was mm-hmm. no ultimatum, you know, there was no like heated thing about yeah. it, but I really felt like it was validating. Like, I hear you, I'm moving forward in this, like, mm-hmm. this is how special you are to me. And I, I really felt like really special. I've never gotten this nice of a gift from a man ever in my life. Yeah. Um, so it felt really special. So it was, that's kind of, I give the whole kind of story, but yeah, a really important update, I think for our relationship absolutely. journey. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I love that update. Um, so a couple other fun updates we have going on right now. Um, last week, Thursday, we had our first full moon um, circle for messy path in a long time. And it was so beautiful. We had like five women join us and 
we just held space. Ariel pulled some cards. We talked about the meaning of this most recent full moon, how to utilize it, and then had time to go around and support each person individually with something that they're feeling kind of stuck on right now, or they just wanted support with, or um, others just use the time to reflect and share like, this is my intention as we're moving into this next month. Um, it was really beautiful and super excited to be doing this again in July and August and September. Um, so if you haven't signed up yet, um, we will put a link in today's show notes um, to sign up and you will get the emails with like the schedule of all the calls. Um, and in like the next, I think actually tomorrow I'm sending out like a reminder to folks on my email list um, to sign up too. So the next full moon is the buck moon and it's super hyper masculine. I was like reading about it earlier today, um, but it's all about like using the energy of the summer and the nutrients that are in the world to, mm-hmm. um, to grow because this is when buck deer, male deer um, start to um, grow right. their antlers. <laughs> yes. So, um, so yeah, that's, I'm super excited for the July full moon and gathering together as women to utilize this hyper-masculine moon. Um, I think that's oh, I'm fun. excited about that too. Yeah. Fun. And it's a really great opportunity in like a lot of ways it helps you can meet Nina Whitney, right. Which yeah. is so fun. Yeah. Um, and get to know other people who we've worked with or who are drawn to this message as well. And, and share in that time, right? I think a lot of them still felt so isolated from pandemic times yeah. um, and just being able to, to talk with other people who are like, yeah, I'm not the only one going through this. You know, if you're going through a breakup and all of your friends are in steady relationships and you feel like I'm the only one going through this, but you're not, right? Yeah. You just have to connect with other of those people. So it's a yes. great way to, to just connect with people in that way. Yes. And speaking of breakups, exactly. (laughs) That was exactly the transition I was going to use. So speaking of breakups, there is an amazing podcast that um, I have been a guest on. Um, Ariel and I know Janice and Claire, um, they're amazing life coaches as well. They went through the same program I did. Um, So if you are going through a breakup or looking to date more mindfully, attract a beautiful aligned relationship, we highly recommend listening to the X-Files podcast. Um, It can help you do kind of everything that we are talking about here in a more concerted way, specifically around romantic relationships breaking up. So the hosts, Janice and Claire, are both breakup coaches, um, and they show up each week to discuss all things breakup and relationship related. Um, There's lots of laughs and a little bit of science along the way, um, and you can check them out um, wherever you listen to podcasts, and it's X-Files with a P-H, so kind of like a play on the word, and it's ex dash files with a ph um so go give them a listen i think we can also drop a link to their um, Mm -hmm. podcast in the show notes today but they're awesome girls um we've also been doing some instagram lives with them so be sure to go give them a follow over there too um yeah it's fun to meet like-minded women that are doing the work um and see how all of us can come together and it's fun to hear breakup stories like i know when you're in it it's helpful <laughs> yeah. and like supportive and when you're out of it it's juicy or yeah. you're like wow this was someone's life crashing down and they're okay and they're okay <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah absolutely. which is not what you feel like which we'll say more another time but yeah, yeah. check it out yeah um but let's get into today's um topic cuz i'm so effing excited for this like all day yesterday when i was preparing every single song I listened to. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this one. Oh my God, that one. Like we're, yeah, I'm so pumped to, to dive into this. So do you want to kind of tee us up a little bit more and, and start yeah. hearing? So um, this kind of fed off of like 
I was having like a, a rough moment in a day. I had work in the morning and then I had like a split shift for the day and um, I was going to see my soul sister for lunch, which was a really rare and like fun thing for us to do. She's like an hour away and I'm, I'm have one call left and then I'm going to leave. And my computer just totally dies. It, like all the parts about it, like start failing. It's a new computer. This was a big deal, like should not be happening. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I take a breath and I'm like, all right, sometimes the universe really wants you to get going to your soulmate, to your soul sister lunch, I guess. Yeah. And I'm just going to take it like that. And I'm sending uh, Whitney like a Marco Polo, of course, like telling her about this in route. And I hang up from the Marco Polo and I'm like, I'm going to listen to songs. I'm going to actually like listen to music from, from my phone instead of listening to a podcast or which is what I usually do Mm. where I'm still staying in learning mode, right? Mm. Where I'm learning, I'm expanding, I'm hearing people talk about stuff. Um, But I wanted to just kind of chill out. And the song that came on, so I'm going to intro right into it. Yes. Um, is called Take These Thoughts by Chris and Thomas. And the line that stands out says, take these thoughts and put them in your basement. Don't let them steal your soul. And it's like, yes, it's such a beautiful like metaphor song for what I do in RTT with people where, you know, we're healing their emotions, changing their thoughts, aligning them to what their soul truth is. Right. And it really resonated with me. And I was just like, oh, my God, Whitney, listen to the song. (laughs) Like it's all aligned. It's such a good song. And it just got me thinking to all the other times of my life and songs that really resonate with me, which preface in itself Mm -hmm. is its own aha growth for me. So when mm-hmm. I was like, whatever, early 20s still, let's see, when I was in my early 20s, and then especially when I was closing my bridal shop, and I was reading the book, <clears throat> um, How to Align to Your Soul Purpose, mm-hmm. and there was all these different, like, big astrological quizzes and stuff in it, and my north node was in Pisces, and it was like, this is what you're becoming in this lifetime, and I was like, ah, I'm not any of these things. I'm not romantic. I'm not intuitive. I'm not musical. So funny. Those are all the things that I think people would, I would even describe myself as. I would, yeah, I would describe you as all those things. You are so romantic and you are so epic intuitive. And like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's because I've been growing into it now, right? I've been growing into my soul's journey. And so music in itself is really something that I had as part of my soul connecting to my self growth in realizing that because I never listened to popular music as a kid. It was a way that I always felt disconnected, right. From the crowd. Um, mm. Cause I didn't know all the words to Spice Girls and Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. I was at home That's listening okay. to, um, you know, Dean Martin songs on repeat until I fell asleep. So, oh God, so like cute. I had a very different like relationship with it. So this whole episode in itself is just like, Hey, you want an example of your, <laughs> my growth like, and soul connection? Like here it is. Love so it. Love that's it. yeah. 
All right. So what do you want to start with? <laughs> so I think it's, it, it has to be what I call like my soul's song. So I kind of have like a story, a longer story for this one, but then um, I think the rest of these will go like a lot more rapid fire. But when I was, I don't know, like 18 months old, my parents got this Paul Simon tape of the album Rhythm of the Saints with the song Obvious Child on it. And I was obsessed with this song. Like I figured out how to work the tape player and I would pull myself up to the tape player, like on their bookshelf and put the tape in. And I could even figure out how to like fast forward to get to the song. And I listened to it like all day, every day. And I called it boom booms because it has really (laughs) strong drum beats in it, like really, really beautiful, like rhythmic drumming in it. And um, yeah, it was always like my favorite song. And it wasn't until I was like, in my twenties, I would go when I was first in college, like 19, my freshman year, when I got really stressed out or really like freaked out, I would drive down this road into the woods and there was like this hiking trail and I would pull off and roll down my windows and just blast obvious child and like dance by myself in the middle of the night at this trailhead. And just like, it it was centering myself and I didn't know that that's Mm -hmm. what I was doing, but that's what I would do when I got like really overwhelmed by people or drama or whatever. Um, And it wasn't until I was like, even later in my twenties that I really started listening to the lyrics. Like I had them memorized my whole life, but then the lyrics hit me as more of an adult. And I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. Like, so the, the song is called obvious child. And, um, I think the first lyric into the chorus is, um, pretty exemplary of like the whole song and the purpose of it, which is, um, well, I'm accustomed to a smooth ride, or maybe I'm a dog who's lost its bite. I don't expect to be treated like a fool no more. I don't expect to sleep through the night. Some people say a lie is a lie is a lie, but I say, why deny the obvious child? Why deny the obvious child? And for me, that just is that moment in life when you kind of wake up from playing life and realize like, oh, I can just live as my child, as my inner child, as my truth in this life. And like, some people might call me weird or like a dog that's lost its bite. Or I might get in these, these moments in life where I'm like tossing and turning in the night and processing things, but like, I can do this and I can be my child self in my life. And like the whole, um, the whole song is about like his life and becoming a father and kind of like all these ups and downs and twists in life and it's like the, it's the messy path really in a nutshell <laughs> um and yeah so many reflect I think there's just gonna be so many reflections yeah. because it's like these a lot of these songs may have gotten us through a certain part of our lives and now reflecting back to them it, it even carries a more expansive like weight I think 100%. too yeah so another song okay wait so mine like this okay yes (laughs) so this sounds like I'm not familiar with the title and band because those are this is why I thought I wasn't musical okay (laughs) um but from how you've described this this sounds like an intense like upbeat loud Mm -hmm. song yeah yeah Yeah, so mine is like the exact opposite (laughs) mine So my like song that I would listen to primarily my senior year of high school, I was being really like bullied by this girl and they had a ton of issues and she was causing a divide with my friends and all these things. And I was also in like one of my favorite classes of all time, which was AP Lang, but it was Mm -hmm. really, my teacher was awesome. And 
did I really took to a lot of like the philosophical things that were happening that like we were learning about transcendentalism and things like that and so the song that I played on repeat to myself all the time was called between the bars um and the the rendition by Madeline Perot and it is not a happy song it is a very solemn song it is very slow and quiet and um I wrote an entire paper dissecting this song um and alluding it to like the different phases of moral development and transmigration of souls and um um and now I'm like I can't find the 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 paper right now which is a bummer yeah. Um, but like part of it says like, um, uh, keep the things you forgot, the people you've been before that you don't want around anymore, push and shove and won't bend to your will. I'll keep them still. Um, but I literally like did this whole paper on like the, the metaphor of what the bars were and what mm-hmm. you were moving through and like, a look at the stars and I'll kiss you again between the bars of like this phase of going in and out of human existence through, Mm. um, through, you know, many lives. And I, you know, which is such a foundation for my beliefs and, and what I do now for my work and things like that. And I just think that it's really, you know, interesting to look back on too. I love that. So I, of course, it's me. So I made a list and I have two playlists that we'll link in the show notes to um, that I pulled all these songs from today. But then I had to make a list of like the list, if that makes sense. So I like brain dumped all of these songs that I was listening to yesterday and then I categorized them. So we've been and talking- of course, mine were just like a journey of my life. <laughs> like yes. This is what was significant. This is what was significant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was just interesting how we organize them differently. So it'll be a little combination of those. As we yes, go through. definitely. And mine definitely follow like my life's journey, especially over mm-hmm. the last like six years. But um, so I, I started with soul songs, which I feel like we both kind of sh- have shared like the start of those. And then we've got like the theme of finding ourselves, empowerment, significant events or transitions, chill out, because we could all use to chill out sometimes in these emotional moments and transitions, um, and then manifest. So another soul song that I just want to touch on is um, the song New Soul by Yale Nem. And um, it was used I'm a, a lot. New song, right? Yep. I that can, one, yeah. Strange world. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so perfect. Like it's, I feel like it's every single one of our souls. When you start your spiritual awakening, you're like, what the hell am I here to do? But I came here. I felt the joy and the fear and finding myself making every possible mistake, but then like, la, 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 la. You're like like literally reading the lyrics and it just sounds like what we talk about in our podcast all the time. I was like, no, that's the lyrics. (laughs) Yeah, that is the lyrics, but it's like literally what the messy path is. Like we're just here as souls, like playing around and um yeah I think that one is fantastic also um breathe in by frau frau um I don't know if you remember that it was like in the playlist for garden state I think Mm -hmm. um and then our corner of the universe by ks Rhodes. he's like a dj and he only he releases like one song a year and that was the song he released like two or three years ago and I found it when I first moved out here 
And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to meet my soulmate in like our corner of the universe. And then like, I meet Greg, like, you know, a couple weeks later. Um, so I, I really love that song. Cause it's just like, it's homey to me. Um, but what songs do you have? Like, what do you want to share next? What, where do you want to go? I'm happy to follow your lead. I kind of want to end with my soul songs. Cause those are oh. really, like fun ones for me. Okay. But, yeah. So let's go. So other like, um, so in like the finding yourself category, uh-huh. so that's where I kind of placed into like the between the bars that I just mentioned. Yeah. But I want to say too, like something that I really learned was when I first heard Bon Iver, who is mm-hmm. Justin Vernon's band, like from they, they recorded everything in like in the cabin outside of Lake um, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, he won Grammy of the for new artist of the year or whatever and Mm -hmm. the the quote in the art in the newspaper was like and the entire state of Wisconsin like jumped up and said yay and like everyone else was like who are you talking about yeah what is this totally and at the time I listened to it and I was like what is this like Mm -hmm. I was used to like I said Dean Martin these like low sultry male voices and to hear his like kind of high vibrato it was like I had so much dissonance to it to start with but when I was really starting to listen I was living in Chicago I was like listening to Kanye and like loud music because Mm. I was in a city and I was in a big like troubling time of like my life and when I moved back home all I could listen to was Bona Bear because it fits my area right? It sounds like rain in the forest. Mm -hmm. It feels like wind in the pines. Mm -hmm. It conveys the, the, you know, the hollow scene, that dark night of your soul, Mm -hmm. but the stillness of, of, of the snow in, in the rural area. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then it became like all I listened to. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's in itself, like, and it's such an important message Mm -hmm. that, for all things, right? All vibrational things is that even though you might not align to it right now, that doesn't mean that you won't. And it might pass through you again and no longer resonate, right? No longer vibrate to meet yourself too. Um, And I think as we're kind of compiling these, these are highlight reels, but definitely not all of the songs that we would have listened to. And I'm sure there's going to yeah. be a ton of music that we would say, no, I'm not listening to that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause even though I was a favorite song at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that is like Bon Iver for me really highlights that finding myself, that mm-hmm. transition that I was talking about earlier from, you know, not feeling musical, not feeling in alignment mm-hmm. to my soul purpose, not feeling in alignment to like my Pisces self yeah. and that transition yeah. um, into, into becoming um, who I am now, who I am supposed to be connected more to my soul purpose. So that's so cool. Shout out to like all Bon Iver songs for that one. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. I love that band. There's their music is so beautiful. Um, I I also just want to like, I don't want to take us too far down the tangent of songs that no longer resonate, but like Mm -hmm. this absolute perfect example popped into my head. So after my first like serious relationship ended in college with definitely a soulmate, definitely someone like we needed to find each other in this life. And like, then we went our separate ways. I was like, F yes, I'm going to be single in college in like 
own this place. And I made a playlist called strut and all it had on it were like songs that made me feel like hot shit. And like, I would strut around to, and I still use it when I'm walking in an airport, because one of my all-time favorite things to do is, is like speed walk in airports, um, <laughs> which hopefully I'll be able to do again soon. Um, but one of the songs on there that I used to listen to when I was getting ready to go out to like the club or the bar on a weekend was called meat market by everybody else. <laughs> and it's like, Yes, I still. Oh, when I think of song. Whitney, I think of songs that are called Meat Market. <laughs> yes, my how we have all shifted into our truths as we've grown through life. Um, yeah, so that song definitely is not one that's like on many playlists for me anymore or any. Um, okay, but I could as, like laugh at it. As one more shout out to bad songs, and I have no idea what this song is called. But after college, I worked for the first two Beholden stores, mm. Anthropology's wedding stores. Mm -hmm. And in their really, you know, hipster lyrical like playlist, which I loved mostly, mm -hmm. there was a song and the refrain, which you heard repeatedly mm. said, choke me, blind me, cut off my hands. And well. <laughs> I was like, this is so depressing. And it was loud enough that like you could hear it if even if you weren't paying attention to it. Oh, my God. And I remember like we would all complain about this. We're like, please just take this off of the playlist. It yeah. is not appropriate for brides. And it's making us depressed to hear this song so many times a day. And I think back to that, too, of how like, again, songs can um send out that negative vibration yeah. right because everything's that vibrational energy and where oh, yeah. was that like dissonance um maybe just for myself that yeah. although this was really good it also had really like not aligned things mm -hmm. in it too um mm -hmm. but yeah but yeah choke me blind me cut off my hands not an appropriate like yeah. wedding store song no matter yeah. how like anti you know, wedding. fluffy, like you yeah. are, which you're not going into a wedding shop for. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah. So interesting. Um, yep. so I think another song that I loved under like finding myself and I came back to the song pretty much every time I was kind of entering a new chapter of reflection, um, is this one called free my mind by Katie Herzig. I love all of her music. Like all of her mm -hmm. albums okay. are so good. Um, and they have always her albums, Grace Potter and Katie Tunstall all seem to like follow my life perfectly. So I think we're all about the same age. So of course, like we're oh, all going awesome. through our return in the same time and like processing all this stuff. So like between the three of them and Gabby Bernstein, who always seems to be putting out a new book, like whenever I need it, like th those girls are like my rock of, of growth. Um, but free my mind is one of my all time favorites. Um, for me, it, it's one that I go to when I, um, when I realize I'm overanalyzing and I'm realizing mm. aspects of my thought process that aren't serving me that I need to like let go of. And it's perfect because the lyrics are, my mind is like a heavy hand, always making more of what really happened. Critical imagination, always working overtime. Um, maybe this is what the world will see, a tiny little version of the tallest tree, an optical illusion of the human mind posing as real life. Um, and it's just like, 
yes, I need to just let all of this go out of my mind because all of this is a fallacy that I'm like, yeah, it's like freaking stepping out about a guy. Right. Totally. And, yeah. yeah. Thinking that the shadows are real and yep. then you step out of the cave. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. For Plato's allegory of the cave reference. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that allegory. Um, yeah. And then another one by Ra Ra Riot, who I love, and it's like such an upbeat kind of opposite end of the spectrum song is the song called Absolutely, which mm-hmm. I listened to on repeat pretty much the year after I ended my engagement. And I was like, this is my song. It was like my anthem for that year. And the lyric mm. are, this is the year of doing absolutely nothing. Oh, and I so just, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I just let it be my year of like, yeah, I'm going to date, but it's like not going to be serious. And I'm going to just like do my work and have fun. And like, I am not in a go-getter mood this year. And that was like my fun anthem I would rock out to in the car on my way home from work. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's so fun. So for like those kinds of empowerment, well, I think take these thoughts, Chris and Thomas is the same kind of thing. Like when you're saying like to get you out of that thought, um, Mm -hmm. thought bubble, um, the song that I listened to when I was like, having a difficult time when I was anthropology manager and like things just weren't going right to me, right? This was Mm -hmm. right before I ended up having my RTT session, but it was like, I was anthro manager, which was a longstanding dream job for me. And I just didn't fit in. I, I wasn't fitting. I was doing everything I was told and somehow was doing it wrong and didn't understand. And I was like, okay, you need to get yourself together, like get this together. I ended up getting fired from that job for life, soul, transition, things that I'm totally fine with now. The universe Um, redirected, closing that door. (laughs) Right, which I knew was part of it, right? I Mm -hmm. I said out loud, oh, if I get fired from this, I know I'm going to go full woo and like Mm. fully give into what I know I'm being led to. And so they were like, oh, okay, bye. Yeah, you know, like let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, of course, would listen to "Confidence" by Demi Lovato um, mm-hmm. as I was driving in for that. Right? It. it it has that real strong, like strong beat, loud beat. What's wrong with being confident? Um, and I just love that. I think that's a definitely like empowerment song mm-hmm. too. That mm-hmm. and yeah. probably one of the only pop songs that I would listen to. Oh, that's so fun. I love that. <laughs> I'm playing against them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just not your MO. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, we're going to get into some poppy SHIT <laughs> in a little bit, yeah. especially when we get into manifesting because like Megan Trainer makes an appearance and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Well, what songs do you have for manifesting? Let's okay. Let's, on. yeah, let's jump to manifesting. Um, okay. So let's do Me Too by Megan Trainer. So, um, what god I should have this is like the one I didn't look up the lyrics for but it's like um if I were you I'd want to be me too I think yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's like the gosh what is the there's one if about, I was you I'd want to be me too yeah I want to be me too yeah it's so good um and then there's I think god every day that I woke up feeling this way um, yeah and I can't Did help you loving see myself. that's pretty um I'm or what is it called I'm pretty with um mm, keep going on this song okay. and I'm going to tell you um, I feel pretty the movie um what's her name why can't I think it the movie is I feel pretty 
No, I haven't seen that one. Uh, with Amy Schumer. Oh. It is a must. Okay. I thought it was going to be like, uh, maybe not my kind of like humor or whatever. It was so freaking empowering. It's oh, cool. definitely what coaching and RTT and RTT and coaching like mm-hmm. do for people cool. essentially like realize help people realize that they're amazing inside of themselves right and it doesn't matter your dress size or your hair color like these things Mm -hmm. and I feel like um the song that you just mentioned the me too Too. by Mm -hmm. Megan Trainer should be if it isn't like the theme song for I feel pretty and I think it is like I think it it is in there but it's just like watch these two things now together okay (laughs) also pull up that movie yes Yes. it is like it's it's the movie version of this song yes so when I started when this song came out I had like just moved into my like ultimate single girl apartment that I still love dearly and miss um in Grand Rapids and I would wake up and do like a like a 15 minute like random workout, you know, like doing push-ups and ab stuff and just listen to this song on repeat and be like, I fucking love my life. Like, this is what I'm here to do. I'm, you know, living my best life. I'm living where I want to live. I'm doing what I want to do. Um, and it was definitely one of those, like, just get me in the right mindset to, to create my day. Um, another one I love is Musha Boom by Feist. Mm. Like helping the kids with their clothes, like, you know, but they yep. the babies haven't been born or whatever. And it's like, she's basically, boom, painting, boom. Yeah, yeah, she's basically painting her ideal life, but like none of it's happened yet. Mm. And she's reflecting about how, like, I'm, I just live in this second story, you know, apartment, but I'm dreaming of this like cute cottage with a garden. And like, I love listening to that song. It's like, yes, like we're always kind of manifesting that next thing and dreaming of that next thing. Um, and then also the song I'm Ready by Tracy Chapman. Um, I was telling Ariel before we recorded this, the number of times the phrase I'm ready is in so many of these songs on my playlist is like hysterical because that's just a phrase that's always in my life. But um, the lyrics that I love in this song are, I want to wake up and know where I'm going and say, I'm ready. I want to go where the rivers are overflowing. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Um, mm, and it's that. just it's such a, like a slow, beautiful, repetitive song that I would listen to when I'm, and I still go back to it. Like when I'm ready to welcome in the next chapter, I'll like mm, sit there and almost meditate. I'm going to really it. have to look this one up too. It's, that sounds it's, awesome. Yeah. It's a great song. I love it. Um, yeah. So that's another fun manifesting song. Uh, what about you, Ariel? What songs do you have? For I didn't have any in that category. Okay. Cause I don't, I don't know. And okay. maybe I use like other ones for that, but I'm totally going to bring in like your ready song. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, one other idea. one that's on my list as I'm like perusing it is this one called Ooh La La by Priscilla Ann. I, she's adorable. Um, another song, um, by her that I love, um, is dream, which is another like manifesting song. And it's like, I was a little girl who dreamed of this world and it like walks you through what she wants for her life. Um, so that's a great one, but this song you will love, um, Ooh La La, because it is all about following flow through your day and then meeting your person. So like the first lyric is, what if you took the long way down to your favorite cafe on the east side of town? You got stuck at the light. 
So you turn down a side street, but you couldn't drive down because of the Saturday mm. swap meet. And so it's which just is like, so great because it's saying all the redirects, yes, right? all the exactly. redirects from what you're you think you're gonna go through. Yeah, exactly. totally. And then like she goes to the swap meet and she buys this owl teapot. And so it's like, okay, so you end up at a swap meet and you buy like maybe it's your, you know, an animal that has deep meaning to you and you buy like a teapot of it or something. Um, and then you finally get to the cafe and you feel lonely and shy and this cute guy sits down next to you and asks you for the time and you start talking so long that your coffee's cold and then he just buys you another warm cup and you you keep talking and um what's the and you didn't know it yet but you were meant for each other and it's just mm. the cutest like poppiest little song um and it's such a great example of like just letting life flow with you and like manifesting it along the way Mm-hmm. Um, yeah no I think that's interesting I don't know which songs I would categorize in my songs like as manifestation songs mm-hmm. um but I'm gonna segue into these two examples yeah let's do it <laughs> um when I was like first really seeing Brian I would end up listening to the song higher love in the version by James Vincent McMorrow. Mm-hmm. And it was, it has this like soft lyrical, like kind of high pitched um, song with it, where it, to me, it creates this like tension and ease simultaneously. Um, but I could just listen to that on, on repeat. And mm-hmm. for me, that was calling in this higher love vibration. And that's mm-hmm. what it like meant to me in itself and was less about its specific lyrics Mm. and more about just like what that meant to me, how that made me like feel with things. Mm. And then um, kind of going into kind of significant songs, kind of things off of that. Mm. Um, When Brian first told me he loved me, he was like, just he was snuggling with me right and kind of started singing this song lyrics to me that that ends with my one and only love and then he said like I love you and it was just really sweet and but the song in itself name is actually my one and only love Mm. and so this was kind of this you know obviously like special thing for him to say to me yeah and then later on I mean this is you know whatever three years later um I'm in an Akashic record reading and I'm like well do you have anything to say about you know my relationship which wasn't what I was going in for but she was you know going through things and yeah um and she's like is this your soulmate because you have like scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls like of contracts and vows and I was like well I mean I think he's my soulmate (laughs) I haven't had that like you know x to you know no one else has like said that to me yet because I haven't explored it yeah and so then we went through and she's like well here are two contracts that you know like are coming up that you guys are working through like Mm -hmm. right now which Mm -hmm. I think is good in itself to know that you are always working, you know, in, in lieu of what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode, we're always moving through lessons. It's not like, oh, I have my soulmate instant, like golden relationship. It's like, we're still always moving through and expanding Mm -hmm. because our contracts are to learn and grow from each other. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so we move through the contracts. I'm like, okay. And then she's like, there's another message like coming through for you. And she's like, we're not because we were clearing energy and doing mm. that. And she's like, there's nothing to do for it. They just need me to tell you that you have 
that you have vowed to each other to be your one and only love. Oh, oh my God. I just got goosebumps. (laughs) Stop it. Oh my God. I love it. I was like, oh my gosh, what a soul. So now like rewind, you know, the, the film to that scene where he's saying, my one and only love, I love you, you know, and saying, no, this is our vow. This was his soul telling my soul in our human forms. Hey, remember this, this is us. (gasps) We have this vow. (laughs) We're each other's. I love it. That's amazing. That's so cool. Um, (laughs) That's effing amazing. So, um, let's do you want to go to like songs that are empowering does that sound good sure yeah okay so I have an entire playlist called that girl and it is all songs about women like that girl you know like there she goes by is it the go-go's or sixpence on the rich recovery yeah like all songs like that um two that are on there that I want to highlight real quick um Okay, actually three real quick. Um, mm-hmm. What I Am by Edie Brickell or Eddie Brickell. Um, what I Am is What I Am. Are you what you are or what? Um, mm. It's so straightforward and it's just like, own your shit, be who you are. <laughs> like, don't make exceptions for yourself. Um, I-, I love that song. I always will. Um, and then The Lady is a Tramp by Ella Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Effing fantastic song. It's yes. basically it's one of my favorite songs to sing that just like makes me feel confident because it's all these things that she's not in it. Yep. It's what makes her in society's it's, eyes. It's patriarchy. It's like it totally calling is. out the patriarchy. Yeah, like, totally. Here she is as a confident person. Well, yeah. That's why she's a tramp, tramp. right? Yep. Like yeah. I've, I've wined and dined on mulligan stew and never wished for turkey. Um, you know, like I'm just, I'm happy with what I have. I don't need like ritzy fancy things. Um, and the thing that I, the line I loved most, especially when I was single was, the very last line of the song, which is, um, and I'm all alone when I lower my lamp. And that's why the lady is a tramp. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, F yes, like own your femininity and own who you are as a woman. And you don't have to be defined by, you know, doing these things that are approved. Like another one and another line in that is I love a prize fight that isn't a fake. Like she wants to actually see men like go after each other and not like rig you know, the fight, mm-hmm. um, you know, all these things that like a nice polite woman shouldn't do. Um, yeah. so I love that. No, song. That one's fun. So um, many versions of that too, but yeah, yeah Ella yeah. Fitzgerald, totally great for that one. So good for that one. And then the final one on this that I want to call out, but we're going to link the, that girl playlist. Cause it's, I think it's like three and a half hours long of just all these songs. So if you need a confidence boost, please go listen to that. We'll hopefully find something you like. Um, Nobody Girl by Ryan Adams, which this is like a little bit, this is totally my soul identifying because it's not, it doesn't make sense when you're first listening to it. (laughs) But basically the lyrics of it are, you need to stop trying to be this like popular girl that goes to the bar and just own the fact that you are you and you don't have to make a scene and you don't have to look a certain way and you don't have to show up in a certain way yeah just go be the nobody girl and own your anonymity and own your life and own yourself and it was always kind of my song when I started to get like two in my head about like oh well I'm not like this kind of girl and I'm not that kind of girl and like what guy would what kind of guy would want to date me you know like 
all those insecure thoughts that go through your head, like, especially after, you know, you get ghosted or something like that. This was when I was like really dating in college. Um, and I was just like, oh, I just, yeah, I can just be myself. And that's okay that I'm not like Beyonce. I'm not supposed to be Beyonce. I can just be myself. Um, so that, that's a really fun one, but it's a little bit backwards because he's basically just saying you're nobody and be okay with it. Um, so, but yeah, the, the whole playlist is, is one of my faves that I've ever made. And I'm always updating it when I remember another powerful song. Um, what about you? I think that's really fun. And it shows like, I very rarely listen to like, loud music or music <laughs> like that I think all like all of my songs tend to be very like slow or mm -hmm. vibrational um but one that I always am yelling in the car um <laughs> is Fayawada by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros oh yeah like I'm sending you all my love you with a heart to feel it Oh. And oh, I just love it. And I can keep breaking down more of those lyrics. Like one of them is like um in right um when you're in the darkness, mm -hmm. the light is right where you are. So mm -hmm. however she says that, and I'm just like, um, the light is right where you are. Anyway, it's mm -hmm. so cool and I love it. The metaphor is all about flowing on the river of love and how even when it's low it will be back again and when you're able to attune your heart to the mm. flow of the river you'll be full and Ooh. and it's boom energy like all the time for me and it's one of jane's like few songs with the band um and i just I love that and just sing that all the time. Love, um, love like a river, the river it flows, however dark or long that night is. My love, the sun is your reflection. It's true, we're one, we're all each other. Just mm. every single part of that, every single part of the song yeah. um, is just like so striking to me. The, mm -hmm. the river metaphors, the love metaphors, the light metaphors, right where you are, that's where the light is. You know, it's, it's so um, empowering. Like that's what's empowering about it to me. Love and that. I'll just sing that. And, um, and it gets, it's kind of has like a Hey Jude feeling mm. where it gets really amped up more and you can't kind of understand her, which is really, you know, wild for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to not understanding things, you know, like all Bonavere songs, you understand like three, you know, third yeah, of the words. So totally. it's not that, but it's, it's that, uh, enhanced emotion, I think mm -hmm. for me. I love that. Um, so good. So what if we went okay, to So one other, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, so another it. one, this is kind of empowerment kind of transition, because again, mine didn't really fit in these <laughs> which is fine um but let's talk like sexy songs Ooh. which i feel like are, is a subcategory of empowerment songs totally and i don't have very many what i constitute like sex songs or sexy songs mm -hmm. but the whole album by alina Beres called urban flora is okay. is sexy songs like to okay. me 
I love this one called Show Me. Um, and it's just, it's really sexy how, how the music is through it. Um, and I like, I would just listen to that whole thing. I didn't like the smoke. You linger on me. It's just like, um, it's very like sexy lyrics with things. Mm. Um, it's soft, it's empowering, it's mystical. I recommend that album. Oh, noted, <laughs> noted. Uh, I don't have very many sexy songs either. Cause for whatever, that's not like a part of me getting in the mood. I don't know mm-hmm. if that makes it like, it's just not, yeah, it's not really present for me there. So um, fun. back at the bridal shop yeah. with the choke me, blind me song, <laughs> um, we're all like, you know, cause it, you know, there's obviously moments where there aren't clients in, in the, yeah. the store and things like that. And so we were chatting, the associates and stuff were mm-hmm. chatting. And all of a sudden, um, our one friend turns bright red and starts getting like visibly uncomfortable. And we are like, what is going on? And she's like, I don't know. And then we all kind of like, st- you know, pay more attention to her. So stop chatting as much. And she's like, oh my God, my like sex song is playing like her with her <laughs> husband. <laughs> she was like without even being like consciously aware, you know, right. Her body was so attuned to having that, yeah, you know, that connection, something for her. That here was. And I don't remember what the song was, but she okay. was just so flustered and it, it caught her so off guard. So it wasn't <laughs> the choke me, blind me song. It, it was, was not song. the choke okay. me, blind me song. Well, you know, everybody's got a thing. Like, right. It could yep. be her own BDSM <laughs> yep. story, but it wasn't it that, that song. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh my God. That's so funny. But Um, yeah, how our bodies like learn to respond to these things. Right. right. Cause it's, it's all our conditioning. Totally. Yeah. Um, so transitions or significant event songs, do you want to jump in? All right. So what do you have for those? So many, this is like my longest list. Um, Okay. But I think I will start with, um, oh we're we're gonna do this chronologically so I'll, I'll match your your life story thing so um these first two came to me about the same time I believe um the beauty of uncertainty by Katie Tunstall um she's amazing and again like I mentioned before like her albums always somehow match what I'm going through um and this came out around the same time as I as this song I'll talk about after this but um, it was in college and, um, it was when I was like, just starting to date again and feeling like everything is uncertain. And like, I thought I knew what I wanted with this guy. And then we ended up breaking up and it was my choice to break up with him and, um, realizing that I had growth to do through partners. Like I needed to be meeting other men and having other Mm. relationships to do the growth. Um, and so the lyric is, I need a mirror in the eyes of a man. I need no protection from my bulletproof plan. Mm. I've got a ticket for all that I lack. And you might think that I'm gone for good, but I know that I'm coming back. And it was like, yes, I knew I needed to leave this partner at the time, um, this boyfriend at the time. And we always kind of knew, like, we've definitely been together in past lives. Like I had some crazy shoulder stuff. Cause he actually like stabbed me in the back in a past life when we were dating. Mm-hmm. like, we are very connected. So like, I have zero doubt I will be with him in a future life or somehow we'll reconnect. Um, so this song kind of like was emblematic of that for me. Like I need to go 
be with other men and figure my shit out and have myself mirrored back to me. Um, and I'll see you around. Um, so that one, um, and then low by Helen Steller. Um, this was featured in, um, Elizabethtown, which is a movie that I was, <laughs> was definitely on, on our movies list, on our yes. movies list, low key obsessed with for like all of college. Um, and the, it's this really beautifully rhythmic song with like hardly any lyrics. Like the only lyrics are this time around repeated multiple times and then ending with you can be anyone. Mm. And it's just like this, the song just feels like a rebirth. So like, I find that every time I'm going through a transition, every time I'm moving across the country, every time I'm like ending a chapter, I'm listening to this song and reconnecting with the fact that like, I can reinvent myself as many times as I want in my life. And it's, it's going to be okay. Um, yeah. And then along the exact same lines, Que Sera Sera by whoever you want it to be by. It was covered by a ton of Rosemary people. Clooney. Yeah. So, I think. Yeah. So many. And that's, um, the, it's French for whatever will be, will be. Um, and it's like, it's such a cute song in and of itself. But like that, I almost got Que Sera Sera tattooed on myself after oh, yeah. my engagement broke up. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like getting temporary tattoos and putting them in different places on my body to see where I wanted it. Um, my mom would tattoo. sing this constantly like when we were kids I mean and still like now and stuff but um all the time we would sing this and and it says uh when I was just a little girl I asked my mother what will I be will I be pretty will I be rich here's what she said to me okay Sarah Sarah whatever will be will be your future's not ours to see okay Sarah Sarah so good. Um, but it also alleviates a lot of that pressure, right? Instead mm-hmm. of, and I think that's what it always was, is the, still that free will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a kind of emphasis, which I love, but yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that song. Um, and then this next song came out, it's the only Grace Potter song and album that didn't come out in timing with my life. <laughs> but that's because, that. but that's because, her and I were both in the fucking shitter with our relationships at the exact same time. And she like mm. lost her record deal. She broke up with her um, husband who was the drummer in the Nocturnals, which was her band. So she like- Is this when you're having your mountain of a breakup? Exactly. I was having yeah. my mountain of a breakup. She was like literally tearing apart her band and her marriage and everything. Yeah. Um, but she has this song on the album that um, she, she wrote the whole, the whole album about that experience. And um, it's called Release. And my best friend, Katie, her and I both adore Grace Potter, um, have seen her multiple times together. And um, Katie texted me and she goes, you're going to lose your shit when you hear Release. And so I was like, okay, I'm not listening to it in the car. I'm going to just like sit at home and put on the album when it came out and like listen to this song. And sure enough, it came on and I just started weeping like Mm. huge release to myself and it's her song releasing her ex-husband from all the cosmic ties that they had to each other all the energetic trash that came up in their divorce um but also in the music video she's tied to herself and her past self and it's like her Mm. new self is releasing from the the woman she was when she was in this marriage and it like, I have 
never identified, I think, with a song as much as I identify with this song. And every, like, I have to be careful when I listen to it because it just, like, wrecks me. Um, so it's definitely mm-hmm. one of those energetic songs when I know I need to get deep, I put it on cause it's just going to rip me apart. So it, like, I can get there faster. Um, but yeah, it's such a beautiful song. Um, in the lyric so that I love, yeah. yeah, the lyric that I love the most from it is, um, and I release you from holding on to the bridge I burned. I release you from the darkness, from the love that we swore was true. I hope that someday the sun will shine again and that you'll release me too. And it's just like, it gives me goosebumps thinking about it. But when it came out, I was like sending it to my ex, like vibrationally. I was like, oh yeah, you need to listen to this. Like, <laughs> let me the fuck go. I'm fine. Like I've moved on, but like, it was just, it's such a good song. Um, yeah. So that's, that's a big one. And then I have, t- I have two more quick ones. Um, yep. Go ahead. Right before I moved out here, um, and got like my dream job and everything. It was like all kind of up in the air. I had done a couple interviews. I wasn't quite like solidly moving out here yet, but I was very solidly tearing myself away from my Michigan life. And like, I knew I didn't want to live there much longer. Um, I was dating a guy who um, also had like really strong taste in music and introduced me to um, this album by Jason Isbell, who I hadn't heard of yet as a solo act he's in he, the band drive by truckers and I loved their stuff together but I hadn't heard his solo stuff and he has this song called life you choose um and the lyric is are you living the life you chose or the life you chose are you living the life you chose or are you living the life that chose you um and when I heard that lyric for the first time I was like motherfucker like I need to I need to really ask myself this. And I actually turned it into my desktop background at work in like every day mm, in my cubicle, such a good, I think, in yeah. my like cube farm, I would just stare at that and do work. And I was like, yeah, I am not living the life that I chose. Like I was on autopilot when I manifested this life and we are not doing this anymore. Um, so that was a really big one. And I still love coming back to it. It's a great reminder. And then finally, right before I started coaching full-time, well, not well, right before I started my coaching business um, and graduated from Bica, um, the song White Flag by Joseph came out. And mm-hmm. that was like 100% my commitment to coaching um, because it's like, I'll be an army. You're not going to stop me getting through. Um, I'll be singing and marching and stomp through the halls louder than you. Um, I could surrender, but I'd just be pretending. No, I'd rather be dead than live a lie. I'm burning the white flag. And it's like, hell yes. Like I am burning the excuses that I have to not. Does do this one go work. burn the white flag? Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Um, I'm not singing because I think you would all turn off the podcast if I started singing it, but, um, but yeah, it's a great, by this time, I think they should all be used to all the weird voices that I (laughs) use. Like, it's like, to me, like a, uh, a sign of our like interest, more interesting podcast when I'm like, well, there's five different uh, voices that I use yeah. in that episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love Welcome it. Welcome to the weird life of Ariel. <laughs> it gets the emotion across, but yeah, that's, that's a song for transition. Transitionally speaking, that was huge for me to just like, I'm committing to this and like, we're burning the white flag. Let's go. Um, yeah. So what transition or big significant event songs do you have that came up? Well, I think obviously like my, my 
my one and only love one was like mm-hmm. a big one moment like for that and things um and I think that you had all really like good songs there's definitely songs that kind of highlight different periods of my life or will bring me back to something um but when I was um deciding if I was going to pursue learning rapid transformational therapy so I had was in you know dire life crisis like um was fired was in a tumultuous relationship was like couldn't afford my house mm-hmm. had dissonance with my family right then mm-hmm. I had my RTT session and it was like whoa just like <laughs> super regrounded me my life was still chaos unfolding but it was unfolding now in a sturdier like way and so mm-hmm in my RTT session, I like heard the voice say, this is what you were supposed to get to. This is what you're supposed to do. Oh. And I had to stop my, my therapist and say, Hey, I just got this other message. We need to talk about this later. I'm pretty positive. It means I'm supposed to learn RTT and like do this for other people, mm-hmm. but let's keep going with what you, we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. right? And, um, and so then at the end, she's like, yeah, you're, you're going to be great. Like blah, blah, blah. She was amazing. Christy Bartelt. Right. She's awesome. Yeah. And, um, but I said, okay, we'll talk about this, but like, I want to focus first on my healing. Mm. And so I really, I didn't want to be attached to the story that just mm. because RTT helped me now I have to do it for other people. Yeah. Right. But I see it now as more, I was brought to it so I could do it for other people. Like my life had to fully fall apart. So I would do this so I could be that guide for other people. But when I was in the time where like the more and more I told people like my soul sisters, my best friend, like my mom about Mm -hmm. my RTT session and what was happening, I just felt more and more and more and more aligned to it. And, Mm um, I was on the way to see my soul sister talking on the phone with my mom while I was driving. And I just kept saying, I don't know what else to say. Like I, it just feels right. Like it just feels right. It just feels right. I don't know what else to say. And, and then I had the experience of the, one of the strongest moments of channeling that I've ever had, where I actually felt the words on my tongue before I heard them in my mind. Ooh, my and and they, I, and I was like, I said to my mom, oh my gosh, that's what it is. And she's mm. like, what? And I said, it's the full alignment of my soul. Mm. And which was this obviously like huge thing to say out loud. Huge. And I hang up the phone and I'm like mm. crying, like processing the weight of what this is and what this means and how beautiful that is. And the song that comes on is um, Angela by the Lumineers and it was less. Yep. And it was less the lyrics of the song itself than the name itself, which is Mm -hmm. interesting because I'm not associated much with this, but here we have Lumineers, luminous light workers to the angels, Mm -hmm. Angela. And when I reflected on this, well, I'm going to cry again. When I reflected on this for this show, I was also driving because this is where I channel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made voice memos because I was like, oh, this song, oh, this song, oh, this yeah. song. And I got to this song and I, my voice totally breaks and I start crying. 
in the car by myself talking to myself right yeah yep. and i'm like wow this has even more impact on me now mm-hmm. with kind of some the recent like light and dark horse energy i took mm-hmm. and like my angel wing that was my angel feather that was gifted mm-hmm. to me and like doing this as light work and not yeah. just and really helping people's soul guidance and not just changing their thoughts like totally. it's it's everyone has their own like niche for what they're doing right and that's really where mine I feel like comes into play and so that was a really significant like song moment of like yeah. recognition for me um too um and then another one um so my grandpa was dying and I was really close to my grandpa Mm-hmm. And my family was very mad at me at the time because I was really with Brian in the month before he was getting his divorce finalized. Mm-hmm. And so everybody knew and he was technically still married, but had been separated for like two years at that point, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was still doing what I could to support my grandpa and my family but it wasn't enough because they all wanted me to be the same like abused role caretaker that I was before. And Mm -hmm. it was a lot of things breaking. And Mm then um, Brian and I were going to um, Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany. Cool. And so I didn't tell them until we were on our way to Germany uh, because I knew everyone was going to be upset, but there it was like all, and it was something I really struggled with Mm-hmm. And but I knew that there was a calmness in knowing that that's what I was doing as well. Mm-hmm. So I pursued it. And so, and it was a once in a lifetime like trip for us. And it needed, it was happening then. And we were supposed to go with the boss. And then the boss couldn't go with his girlfriend last minute. They ended up breaking up like two weeks before. So now this trip that was really supposed to be a business trip for Brian and his boss ended up because we were working at the German restaurants, ended up being this couple's trip for us, just us alone. Wow. So for instead of four people for two people. So wow. there was all these things that was like, yes, you're supposed to go. Yes, you're supposed to go, even though my grandpa was like actively dying. Yeah. And so we go and we're in Germany in Oktoberfest in 20, whatever, 18. And so the music at Oktoberfest, right? Lots of Oompa Oompa songs, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. But also like, they also are Wisconsin apparently. So there was a lot of like <laughs> songs that we play at weddings. And then there was Just a Gigolo the Louis Prima song that's my grandpa's favorite song and I heard it three or four times throughout our you know four-day trip and every time I heard it I panicked and checked my phone to see if everyone had called me that my grandpa had died Mm. because I knew he was with us I knew he was with me like I knew that this was a message from him and he hadn't and then our last night he passed away Mm -hmm. and we ended up going to this church anyway not to get into all of that but I knew that when I heard those songs it was 
my grandpa saying, Hey, we're here with you. And through other spiritual processing, yeah. like I've done since then, I really feel that there was a part of us who had to bring his soul back to Germany to part of his soul before he passed from this lifetime mm. to do some type of reparations or check-ins from his time during World War II um, um, when he was in Germany. Um, so I think that was more brought more clarity, like through his funeral and blah, 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 all this stuff um, to a level that I didn't even realize, but being his arguably favorite grandchild and mm. all of these things, I still felt like at peace with where it was. And here was this like big sign um, that it was okay. And like that he was with me and like checking on us. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love that those symbols and signs can come through in this way. And I think that that's, that's another reminder here. So if you want to work with signs, a really good way to work with signs is music. <laughs> yes. So like this, you know, it all just ties in together. So even though this mm-hmm. is kind of a fun, lighthearted episode, you can definitely like be gleaning a lot from, um, from music and from songs. And I think mm-hmm. we're going to do Ariel and I were out, Ariel suggests this before we started recording, but doing a second song episode just on the vibrational energy of music, mm-hmm. um, because yeah. not only is it lyrics, um, you know, a lot of the times it's the c- composition of the piece itself. Um, yeah. so a couple that I have left, um, are in what I call my chill out section, which, um, are very special songs. There's another, um, playlist that I will, will link in the show notes that I don't even know what to call it in words because I just use the sparkle emoji and lightning emoji in the title of it because they're just, they're just songs that like totally align me. And all of these here are pretty much in that playlist, but these chill out songs are on that playlist to get my ego to STFU and like sit down. Um, because we all have those moments. Um, so the first one is saltwater by geowolf. Um, the, the line that I love is just come to the ocean. Um, and then it like goes into the rest of the song. And I honestly couldn't tell you any more of the lyrics because I just Zen out on the rhythm and like the sound of the music of the song. It just like, it makes me feel like a hot summer's day at Lake Michigan. And like, you're so warm on the beach that you can't even think about anything else, except for like maybe getting a cocktail and dinner later. And like, that's all that mm-hmm. exists. Um, and then another one that always makes me laugh and I play it for myself when I get really in my head about stuff and like stressed out about like busy life stuff is just a ride by gem. I don't know if you remember this from like the early two thousands. I think it came out when we were in high school, but it's like, um, it's just a ride. It's just a ride. I don't, do you, do you remember that at all? Okay. It came no, out. I was just listening to crooner music. This is, so this is copy <laughs> music from the early two thousands. I'm sure you've heard it. It was like in commercials yeah, yeah. and movies and stuff, but, um, the, the whole song, like the entire lyrics are perfect. Like it starts out with like, life is ever so strange. It's so full of change think that you've got it worked out then bang right out of the blue something happens to you to throw you off course and you break down just let yourself break down and listen to me and then it goes into like the chorus which is like it's just a ride like take your hands off the wheel and just enjoy it because Mm -hmm. you can't always control it so that's a good one I lean on when my brain is going like bananas um the song breathe by telepop music um is like a indie uh I don't even know what you'd call like 
EDM kind of song, but it's like, it's so chill and like the rhythm of it again, just like zens you right out. Um, the song Show Me Love by Hundred Waters. I think you know this one. It's like an acapella song and it's um, like, don't let me show cruelty though I know I make mistakes. Don't let me show ugliness though I know that I can hate. Don't let me show evil though it might be all I take. Um, and it's like, it's literally like a prayer, like a bedtime prayer. And it's mm-hmm. just so gorgeous. And it basically, the ending of it is just show me love, show me love, show me love. Like mm-hmm. even though the world can be really ugly and like our egos are churning, just focus on the love. Um, yeah, I think those are some of my highlights for for the chill out stuff. There's also one called Half Acre by Hem, which um, the the line that I love in it is, um, I'm holding half an acre torn from a map of Michigan. And when I was oh. living out in Wyoming um, the first time, I just knew I needed to be back in Michigan in the summertime. And as I listened to this song like on repeat and it makes me feel like it's like a muggy, warm summer's day in Michigan where it's like mm-hmm. raining and like, yeah, it just, yeah, it just makes me feel all. I love all that. No, totally touches on, right? The home front. Yeah. Um, we're like, I have, 11 songs in my phone with 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 home in the title so I think that you can kind of gather that where it's like yes there's there there's some repeated um things that you're really being like called to with that too but obviously touching on something so direct with you yeah um some of my favorite songs of alignment and then actually I know a great song for us to fully end with so when we're ready for that awesome but I love Gregory Allen Isakov, <gasps> especially um, with the Colorado Orchestra or, or Colorado Symphony set. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Can't wait to see him live at Red Rock someday. This is yes. a manifestation that I have. Um, but the universe, time will tell, um, Master and a Hound are some of my favorites of him um, for really connecting into myself and the universe. Um, really beautiful lyrics, really beautiful sound. It's ethereal. It has a lot of depth. So pretty in that way. Um, I also recently saw a recent song that I heard that really touched to me. So I, you know, I grew up for a time in church, like my middle school, high school days, I was in a conventional church and kind of has been well, conventional, non-denominational. And they really got into that like heavy metal music, which is not my jam. Yeah. Um, and we actually used to have half of the Milwaukee Symphony as part of our choir and, and orchestra. And then it changed into having a live like drum set and electric guitar. It was a big transition. Anyway, I still cry through most of the songs that I mm-hmm. sing for like old songs for church Mm -hmm. um but a new one that I really have taken to is called Oceans by Hillsong United Mm -hmm. and the phrase the you know stanza that I really like is spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon your waters wherever you would call me take me deeper than my feet could ever wander Mm. And it just feels so expansive in that positive way of surrendering, 
where you're not defeated, you're expanding. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. And I love that. And um, that trust in the universe, I mean, they say savior, right? But the trust in the universe is what I call the source energy at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but feeling really expansive, feeling really uplifted, right? Let me walk upon your waters, right? Alluding to Jesus walking on water, mm-hmm. right? But being supported in that unexpected way, like by the universe, I think yeah. is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever pick a song when, in, when we were in our mistress mind that represented your business? This was one of the questions that Leticia asked us. And I was thinking about it when we were preparing for this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what's my business song? Though? Like, yeah. What's my business's song? Did you come up? Did you ever have one? No. Um, okay. No, so yeah. I started, I started, so think about it. Maybe we'll circle back to it someday. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about this and I was like, okay, well, listen to what songs come through for you, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, when I'm thinking about this. And so there's a part of me that still wants to learn how to play the guitar because I love Mm -hmm. folk music and I always want to be singing folk songs with people. And for a very brief part of my life, I tried to teach myself how to play the guitar, Mm -hmm. like very, very, very brief part of my life. And I learned how to play this song because it was just strums, like repeated strums. Mm. Um, but I think that it might be my business's song. So mm. it's it's perfect for me in the way where I often listen to when we're saying songs of alignment mm-hmm. on repeat. Mm-hmm. And whenever I do that, I really think about my autistic cousin Sydney who listens to sounds or actions especially on repeat to soothe Mm -hmm. herself and whenever I do that myself I'm like oh yeah we all do this you know yeah yeah more yeah right um but this is perfect to listen to it's also like um there's an a song by the xx that you can just listen to for hours and hours and hours because it just keeps the same like Mm -hmm. moving beat going Mm -hmm. um but this one I can listen to because it has the same like consistent strum through it and the vocals are really lyrical really Mm -hmm. lifting it's called I Know Places by Leaky Lee oh I love her I don't know the song though um it's so it's I know places we can go babe I know places we can go where the highs won't bring you down. No, the highs won't bring you down. Don't ask, this is what I love. Don't ask me when, but ask me why. Mm. Don't ask me how, but ask me where. There is a road, there is a way, there is a place, there is a place. Mm. And I love that because I'm like, yes, this is how you manifest. This is how we identify in our TT sessions, right? Like it's not what happened, it's, how you absorbed it, right? It's what your emotions took, right? Don't ask me when it happened. Ask me why it happened, right? Why did, where, why are you storing this? Why are you stuck on that emotion? Yeah. And don't ask me how, but ask me where, right? Which to me is that kind of like past livey, like mm-hmm. where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, I So I love that one. And I totally listen to that, like mm. on repeat a lot. 
I think, um, I'm, I'm yeah. going to my Spotify because I think I might have created a playlist for this already without even knowing it because there's oh, that's very cool. specific music that I listen to when I'm working for oh, my coaching yeah. business that I don't listen to like any other time. Like I, um, in fact, I channeled, when was this? How do I want to share this? Well, okay. Just F it. We'll come vulnerably. Um, Oh, okay. No, just vulnerably is the answer I get from my intuition. Um, (laughs) So this one time when I did LSD and and just channeled so much about my business, um, like my whole self came up and I I was just like, I was here in in Wyoming, which was beautiful because it's like my soul's place. Um, And it was right at the birth of my business. Like it was like four months before. Um, and my, um, my intuition came up in that session saying, you need to stop listening to music with words when you work because Mm -hmm. the words, I, my ego got so attached to them that it would like distract Distract me or it, or it would infuse it with an energy that I didn't want. Like if I'm Mm -hmm. listening to a song about a breakup, but I'm trying to write about like positive relationships, it's really hard to do that. Even if it's a catchy song. Yeah. So I created this playlist that now I got to find. Um, but it has these songs on it that just like, I think I called it bliss. Um, they just make me like bliss out. Like I just feel so comfortable listening to it and like stuff just flows through me. Yeah. Bliss out is the name of the nice the playlist. Oh, I like that. Um, in one, the song that I listened to on repeat for like hours while I was first working on my business was called unfold by Oflar Arnolds. I think he's a German or like Scandinavian composer. And it's just like totally lyricless, beautiful music. Um, and then a lot of these other songs do have some, some lyrics in them, but they're super um, aligned, like a song called Intuition by Feist. So um, mm-hmm. I will make sure that we include this playlist too, um, because it's a fun one. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. I want to kind of like meditate on what my business's song is. Cause I yeah. think some, it's probably somewhere in there. Yes. Um, all right. So then I have just three more and yeah. the last one, the third is the last one. So, um, the other song that could be for my business, which is what is calling me to do more work than this, but is just also one of my favorite songs in a way that's really unexpected when I heard this song, I already knew the lyrics to it. What? And so it was very strange <laughs> because I have, it, it, I was like, I know this song. And obviously your conscious self is like, you've obviously heard it before. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't think of when I heard it before, but I like knew, knew all the lyrics, which is very odd for me. The that's song, crazy. of course, is past lives by Borns. (laughs) And the, the, the beginning is the best and it's past lives couldn't hold, um, past lives could have never hold me down. Lost love sweeter when it's finally found. I've got the strangest feeling. Did you hear the prank? This Uh isn't our first time around. And I'm like, past lives couldn't ever come between us sometimes the dreamers finally wake up don't wake me I'm not dreaming oh my god and it's all about past lives and it's all about reconnecting and it came to me 
when I was starting with Brian, my soulmate, and I was like, oh, I know this song. I know all the lyrics to this song that I never remember hearing before. And it's That's all crazy. about past lives and your soulmate coming together and an awakening to your life. <laughs> That's crazy. And even the dreaming part, because I have, I think I astral project and I have all these, you know, crazy dreams. And it's yeah. like, don't wake me. I'm not dreaming. Like, this is the reality that I'm choosing where I yeah. get to see my soulmate. I get to expand in this way and like, so yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my God. I love it. I love that. Um, that's, and you know, he's from Michigan. He went, I did not know that. Yeah, he no, I like know nothing. <laughs> he's, he was in my brother's high school class. Like he's Stop like from it. my hometown. It's yeah. Crazy. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So you got all the Midwest vibes in your music. I love it. Totally. Um, oh, this was so fun. That's like, I feel like I could, I could talk about this for hours, especially now that I just uncovered this other playlist that has a bunch of really good music on it, in my humble opinion. Um, um, okay, so two more that are yeah. really aligning for me. Yeah. Oh, maybe I mentioned one. Um, the Yawning Grave by Lord Huron. The Ooh. beginning of it is just such a beautiful, like it's how I embody like feeling in nature. Ooh. And I'm like, yes, like this is connection. Like to me, it's so pretty. Cool. I know the rain, like the clouds know the sky. I speak to birds and tell them where to fly. I sing the songs that you hear on the breeze. I write the names of the rocks and the trees. Mm. And I just, oh, I love it. Mm. Um, but then another one that I would sing all the time while taking walks in the forest, like by myself is um and tell me if i maybe did do this one already follow the sun by xavier rudd no you didn't i love that song that's yeah. such a beautiful song mm -hmm. and it is it, in itself so pretty because it starts and you hear the birds fluttering yeah. through it but like not in a weird way it's like yeah you feel like you've embodied like walking in the jungle with him and yeah. it's so beautiful such positive metaphors so connecting to nature and yourself yeah and being in the moment and I think if there's a poem of alignment if there's a song of alignment it is connecting in nature and grounding into yourself and it's that song follow mm. the sun I love that I love yeah that. that's such a great song when did I I went through a period not too long ago where I was listening to that song all the time maybe like oh years. yeah yeah it's so fun because like you you said that and I'm like I can like hear it like so vividly in my head right now that's so interesting I think we play it I think we play it on one of the camp playlists for like our slideshows with the kids at the end of the year because it's just such a perfect like outdoorsy song you know like all the sunrises we see mm -hmm. on the trail and stuff like that yeah mm -hmm. yeah oh, oh that's awesome yeah so fun. Um, all right. So anything else? Cause then I have my ending one and I think we're just going to end by me singing this. Oh my God. I love it. Um, <laughs> no, I can't think of anything. This was so much fun. I want to hear everybody else's songs that like brought their yes. transitions and helped you align or support you in any way. Um, please let us know what they are. Cause I love this topic. It's so mm -hmm. much fun. So screenshot the next time you're listening yes. to something and tag yes. us in it so we can listen to it yes. or something like that. And that would be so much fun. So much fun. Um, okay. So, 
the song that we're going to go out on, (laughs) (laughs) I learned in fifth grade as a Russian prayer song to sing in a round. And I taught my family and around campfires and walks, we would sing this song Mm -hmm. and whatever amount of friends or family would be with us at the time we would teach to them and add them into the round. <clears throat> so I'm going to, I'm just going to sing it to you. <laughs> mm, yes, please. <clears throat> if the people live their lives as if it were a song for singing out of life, provide the music for the stars to be dancing circles in the night that's so pretty i love it and you should all join us at our next full moon women's circle yes (laughs) absolutely you should um maybe we'll sing it in a round at the end maybe not maybe Um, someday when we're in person and can sing around a campfire that would be great that yes we're doing that absolutely um well i hope you all enjoyed our like fun songs of alignment hopefully you have some um inspirations definitely share with us your own or what song struck out to you or your own storied song mm-hmm. too all right yeah. we love to hear it and and seeing how this has affected all, all how much it affects our lives which is so beautiful absolutely so much love to you all Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to connect with us on Instagram or online, you can find our details in the show notes. And remember, the mess mess is is the journey. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get this.